Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Steve Earl for you here on a Wednesday. Hope you have an outstanding middle of the week. Hoping you're having an outstanding week overall. Welcome back in. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas, coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport has the largest selection of lifted trucks, diesel trucks, and off-road capable SUVs. You can visit nwmsrocks.com to find the largest inventory of trucks Anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Missed anything in the first hour of the show. We had a fun first hour. Heard from our main man, Sean Rainey, sports director at SWX Montana Television. Talking about high school shot clocks, crosstown hoops here in the city of Missoula, and some NFL playoffs as well. We also had our Grizz Star of the Week featuring University of Montana men's basketball player Robbie Beasley. And we heard from Tucker Sargent, the revival of Grizz Hockey. Grizz Hockey back in town after being off since mid-December. They're down at the Glacier Ice Rink Saturday night here in Missoula. So if you haven't checked them out yet, go check them out. And if you have checked them out, you already know. It's a it's a hell of a time. It's a fun time. Happy to have Grizz Hockey back in the fold. You can find everything from today's first hour on the Nuanas Now podcast. 
which is probably presented by Sportsbet Montana. You can find it on each and every one of your podcast hosting platforms. It is a Wednesday, so that means it's time for our long-form interview, the ESPN Roundtable. ESPN Roundtable probably presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Welcome in a guy I've known for a long time, a guy who taught me a tremendous amount about the game of football. It's Jerome Sowers, longtime Grizz assistant coach, longtime head coach in the Big Sky Conference, and now, most recently, the new head coach for the Montana State Northern Lights. Coach Sowers, thanks so much for being with us, man. How you doing? Colton, I'm doing great. It's great to be here. I uh, appreciate you having me on. Of course, we love having you on. For those, uh, for a little background for all of you out there, uh, when I first moved back to Montana, so I worked in newspapers, we used to have a Big Sky Conference coaches call. Uh, each Wednesday, we would have 10 minutes with each head coach from around the Big Sky Conference. And uh, I just thought it was endlessly fascinating. And at that time, there was some interesting coaches in the league, several guys who I've kept up with throughout the years who've taught me so much about the game. Coach Sowers, Tim Walsh down at Cal Poly, Mike Kramer, of course, most recently of Idaho State. And uh, just talking to those guys, sort of the resident historians of the league, it sort of set the stage for everything that we've then built at Skyline Sports and sort of our our partnership here with ESPN Missoula as well. So it's awesome having you back in the fold, Coach. And so let's start with the here and now, the news of the week. You are the new head coach at Montana State Northern, back in Montana, back in the Frontier Conference. So you've been a head coach for a long time, 21 years at NAU, been away from the game for a little while. I know you're working at Southern Oregon, but just take people through it. What's it been like since you retired at NAU, and what sort of led you back to this opportunity now up in Haver? Uh, you know, uh, I think I, we made a pretty good run at Northern Arizona University, but but it was time to, to do a different deal. And uh, having a chance to, uh, uh, my wife and I go out to Oregon and uh, um, it's closer to my family. And, uh, and along the way, we had intended to to work with young people in some capacity. I don't know, I was either going to coach high school or something. And uh, we, we just had great plans that way. Well, then COVID hit and... And we had some, you know, some some tough times, and then the personal tragedy hit me when I lost her in in, uh, in 2020. So, my my life uh, uh, position is different. The trajectory is different, and and I, I tried to coach uh, in Ashland for a year, and it was uh, Coach Charlie Hall, and that that program was so supportive of me. It, it broke my heart. I had to leave, uh, but I, I had to leave, and and uh, on my way out of it I, I ended up resettling in portland and then got a call from the administration at montana state university northern to see if i'd be interested in, in looking at their position and so i was and and not sure what i would see or find uh what i found was uh, in my opinion a diamond in the rough an absolute gold mine and starting with a chance for greg kegel and his vision for this university I met some, you know, everybody talks about how cold it is in Haver, but there's some of the warmest people, uh, you know, in the state of Montana. And they, those, those were always uh, the, the best part of my memories about working in the state of Montana were the people, many of my friends and relationships that I've shared when I was here raising my young family, uh, they still stand today. And, and it's unusual to make that kind of connection, but I'm reminded why, and it's the quality of people that are in this state. You know, I, I, uh, People that, that are honest, that, that look you straight in the eye, and uh, maybe I've been on the West Coast too long, but uh, I sure appreciate being back. Well, it's true. I mean, the best part about the state of Montana, the beauty, the big sky, all that, it is the people. It is the, the honesty, integrity, and, and just the, 
the fabric that makes up our communities. And so, very awesome. On our behalf here at ESPN Radio and, of course, Skyline Sports as well, deepest condolences on the loss of your wife too, Coach, because that is just uh, it is an unspeakable tragedy, and that's so tough for you to, to try to navigate. But it seems like, though, this opportunity then – uh, maybe, maybe is a, a sort of a, a fresh start, but also so fun for you because it is a full circle. I mean, you spent more than a decade at the University of Montana as well. So uh, how does that part feel, the fact that you know you moved from Montana in the late 90s and now here you are you know, 25 years later coming back to the state of Montana? I, I think it became evidently clear when, you know, after been in Oregon that, you know, I, I, Oregon has changed a lot since I've been 35 years since I'd lived there. And and, uh, you know, my family's well established out there. And it was just, just having trouble finding my niche on my own. But I, you know, I think deep in my heart, uh, you know, Montana's always been a very special place to me. And my children were born here in Missoula. Or in Missoula. And, and uh, so to be back in the state is, is, uh, is something I think deep down in my soul was there all along. And maybe I didn't, uh, maybe I didn't really acknowledge it, but it, it was there. And, uh, and uh, crossing the state line that I, I could feel the difference and, and it, this feels like a home to me, and, uh, and I'm excited to be here and, and uh, you know, embracing some of the people that are here. The, the opportunity to be in a, in a, you know, a small-town community where, where people connections are important and taking care of each other is important. And, you know, some of the things that – the reasons I got into coaching are, are more apparent now to, to help young people, you know, navigate through university experience and, and prepare them for the lessons of life. And, I'm done with the, you know, the politics of, of you know, higher levels of football. I, I think the, you know, the transfer portal is, is eating away at the integrity of the game. It's, uh, it wasn't going really the direction I wanted. That, that doesn't really appeal to me. Coming to a place where I'm not having to be, be so political or, you know, or, or you know, I, I can be more of a coach and, and, uh, and uh, you know, having a few years away from the game to, to sit back and reflect. If I ever had a chance to do it again, what would I do? And this has given me that opportunity. So I feel blessed to be here, to work uh, you know, under some great leadership among some of the finest people I've ever had a chance to meet that support the student athlete. Uh-oh, might have lost Jerome Sowers, but we will effort him again. We'll get him right back. Here it is the ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls is a great place for a family hangout or to watch some games, or how about both? You can watch whatever game you possibly want from preps all the way through the NFL playoffs. Paradise Falls has 30 big-screen TVs. They also have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, so you can go hit it up and watch games at any time. Paradise Falls also has 18 draft beers, and they have an early and a late happy hour as well for those night owls out there. So Paradise Falls is a great place to hang out with your friends, your family, and everybody in between. Paradise Falls is located at 3621 Brook Street in Missoula. Paradise Falls, Missoula is coolest hotspot and proud presenter of the ESPN Roundtable each Wednesday during the 5 o'clock hour here on Nuanas Now, as well as each Thursday during the noon hour on ESPN Radio. Trope Sowers, longtime football coach. In uh, the Big Sky Conference, he spent 1985 to 1997 as a defensive assistant at uh, University of Montana, including spending uh, time as the defensive coordinator for Montana's run to the FCS playoffs, or Division One AA, I should say, back in 1989. And then, of course, as the defensive coordinator here in Missoula for the Grizz run to the 95 national title as well. Then spent 21 years as the head coach at Northern Arizona, and he is now the new head coach for the Montana State Northern Lights Coach, sounds like we got you back. We're going to circle back around to some of the here and now and the opportunity here that you have in the Frontier Conference. But I want to talk about the past a little bit because, as you were just saying, this is sort of a full circle for you 
here returning to the state of Montana. But take us back to when you first came to the state of Montana. You grew up in Oregon, and I know you started uh, getting familiar with, with Coach Reed out there in the early 80s in the Portland area, and then you come here to Missoula and spend a decade plus here at coaching at Montana. So just take us through it. I mean, what do you remember about when you first arrived in Montana? What was that ride like when you were uh, coaching for the Grizzlies for all that time? Uh, it, it was, uh, I was a much younger man. And, uh, and, and I tell you, it was, it was absolutely hilarious. It was so much fun. And uh, Coach Reed, you know, had the, uh, the vision to to try to capture the state. And, and so we made a, you know, one of our first things we did was take a tour of the state and starting in Butte and working our way counterclockwise around the state. You know, we, we had just about every spot you possibly could. And, and I remember, you know, going through Haver and meeting the likes of, of Walt Curry and uh, and Mike Tillman and you know all the wonderful people that were here and uh, and their legacy still exists. So uh, and I have great memories of, of meeting a lot of people throughout every corner of the state and and uh, and those people have been loyal over the years and it's been a relationship that's never ended. So it's it's one of those things that I, I feel honored to, to be a part of this community to to be their football coach coach and to represent them and. And uh, you know we, we we plan to do something very special here, and it's going to be with with a you know it's going to be a collaborative effort by everybody in the community and all of our alumni and, and all the students and the faculty. And uh, but we're excited about the challenge, and uh, I think we were looking at it today. It's uh, you know those early years were really set the stage for for what has been you know a, a great lesson for me and, and about relationship building. Coach Don Reed is a great relationship builder and. And I had a chance to work with, you know, Bill Smith and Tommy Lee and Bob Beers and Robin Flugrad and a lot of great coaches that were able to help me, you know, learn to be a, a better college football coach. And, and I, I just I fell in love with the fans and, the, and the, you know, the people in the Missoula community and, and not just Missoula, but the, the greater part of the state of Montana. So it, it was overwhelming at first because it was, you know, I, I had not experienced anything like the culture or the, you know, the environment. Uh, but what a what a, a beautiful thing it has become for for both universities in the state and and uh, I think everybody wins when when football is playing at this high a caliber and uh, and I'm just excited to be a part of the state and, uh, and to find a niche here where where we can uh, be a part of helping young men. Jerome Sowers joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. If you're watching on TV, you see this awesome print of an original painting that I actually had made this last year. We did a 25 part podcast series commemorating the 25th anniversary of Montana's run to the 95 National Championship. Coach Howers, of course, the defensive coordinator on that squad. And the painting coach has Coach Reed in it. He also has Dave Dickinson, also has Andy Larson, and it has Mount Sentinel with the M on it. I'll, I'll send you a picture after we're off the air, but very cool. Uh, but last thing in terms of your time here at Montana from back in the day, it is sort of distinctly interesting to think about now, not only this full circle, but also this was the 25th anniversary of that run to the national title. And I'm sure there's also some parallels now with your new job at Montana State Northern because I'm sure you're going to build that roster off Montana kids. And the roster in 95 was certainly built on the backs of Montana kids. So what do you remember about that 95 season? And, and sort of what did that sort of show you about the, the level of talent that exists then and exists now still in the state of Montana? Well, I, I tell you that, you know, the, the defensive guys that, that uh, made up the core of our crew, you know, during that year were from 
from uh, Great Falls, from Butte, from, you know, from uh, Libby, uh, from, you know, all over the state. And, and it was uh, from Helena and, and uh, it, such a great representation. And, and uh, you know, the, the, the sense of camaraderie, of connection among that group was exceptional. I mean, you knew they were going to be somebody special. And, and as long as the coaches didn't get in the way, they were going to be successful. And, boy, they, they, uh, they made us all look good. You know, Dave Dickinson on offense and the likes of Blaine McElmurray and the Gokachia brothers. And I, I go on and on and, and name all the guys that were, uh, you know, that, that helped to make that team successful. But uh, I was really uh, fortunate. I worked with, you know, David Rees and Craig Paulson. And, and uh, you know, it was, it was just a great time. Some of the great, great, greatest memories I have uh, you know, in possession today. Jerome Sowers here on Nuanas Now. It's our ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls in Missoula. Jerome, longtime coach for the Grizzlies, longtime coach at Northern Arizona, and now back in as a head coach in the Frontier Conference. The new guy at, Nor- at uh, Montana State Northern up in Haver. So, Coach, let's talk about sort of the future now uh, with your new position because the Frontier Conference has always been one of the best conferences at the NAI level, and so much of that is because of sort of the under, under-recruited and, and unmined talent that exists in the state of Montana. It sort of trickles downhill, right? A lot of guys go to the, the two, the two Division I schools, but there's so many guys out there to recruit that you can make into exceptional players at the NAI level. So what do you think of, about just sort of the, the foundation that you have here in Montana to, to build your roster, and, and what sort of is your vision for the way that uh, you sort of remake uh, the Northern Lights uh, with your stamp on it? Well, for starters, uh, you know, an observation in the last you know two and a half years, it's uh, when 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 the, the COVID virus hit, and we started repeating freshman classes, and you know, uh, guys were getting extra years of uh, of eligibility. The freshmen kept coming in. Well, what's happened is is a, I'll call the dynamic roster compression that there's no room for a lot of the guys that would normally either make it on a on a scholarship or walk on. Those spots just don't exist because not as many you know uh, student athletes have moved on. So the the you know the incoming are still coming, but there's not as much room, and that's at every school. So what young people are finding is that the opportunities today aren't the same as they were four years ago. So. I think the benefactors of that are the NEI schools that, you know, a lot of the guys that we might not have had access to, they are available. So, you know, recruiting is a, is a, a big part of it now. And, and for us, our plan is to, we're going to start having, and we're going to work, you know, the, the high line from Eastern border to Western border. And, and we're going to try to cover every small town we can. And, and we're going to have to do it one at a time, you know, hand to hand, eye to eye and earn their trust and, and that we are sincere in what we're going to do. And that uh, when we operate with action behind our intent, you know, we'll, we'll demonstrate integrity. And so our, our plan is to to win our, our part of the state over and to make our presence known. You know, if, it been, if it's a, in the high schools or coaching clinics or wherever it happens to be, is that we're going to be represented at everything we do and we're going to be represented well. And so our intent is to, you know, to continue to, to work to build over the community, you know, win over the, the, the all the faculty and students that are here. I really believe that the the potential, you know, the sport culture up here and the, and the people that are around here, it's a grassroots community. I mean, there's some good folk here and, and I'm, I'm actually falling in love with it again. And so I, I know that if we can just, just, you know, prime the pump a little bit and get some guys in here and, and uh, show that, you know, what our, our plan is real, 
you know, we're not up here just to, to retire. We're up here to, to build a, a great football program and to do it with energy and with tent and some wisdom sprinkled over the top of it. And, and, uh, and we're going to do it with Montana guys before we ever leave the state. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll have to get a few guys from here and there, but uh, the primary focus of our, of our recruiting intent will be in state, particularly in the Highland. Well, you mentioned that uh, the first thing everybody thinks of when they think of Haver is is the cold. But also the first thing I think of when I think of Haver is the sports community. I mean, people in Haver love sports, absolutely love sports. One of our new guys here at ESPN Missoula, Jeff Safford, he worked up there on the Highland for a couple of years covering high school sports, and he just couldn't believe how big time it was. He's from California, and he just loved it, just uh, the enthusiasm that exists for all things sports up there on the Highline. So how do you capitalize on that from your role now, Coach Sowers? Well, they're they're intelligent sports fans, and you know you can't you don't you don't want to you know mess around with these people because they they know what when they see they're they're going to see. I, I'm more about you know we're going to show action, we're going to demonstrate, and then when they see that this stuff is real, I know that they're going to buy into it and they're going to and they're going to say yeah that's it that's what we need and and I believe that uh, you know identified you know the strengths and weaknesses of this campus and there's many many strengths and and whatever. You know, soft spots we need to build up. They're they're really in the relationships of, of a lot of the local high schools. You know, along uh, the High Line and, and down into Great Falls and throughout the remainder. You know, the, the western part of the state. And as far as we can stretch out, we will. But there's so much state in in Montana, and there are so many student athletes that I really believe get left behind. And we're we're after the high character kid. We're after the hard worker. The guy that's not afraid of the weight room. He's not afraid of. The weather, he's not, he just loves the game and loves to be a part of something great. So we have a character that, that we're looking for, you know, a profile of a young man, and I know they're out there, and they're, and they're still out there. And with what time I have left before signing date, we're going to go take a shot at, and then we're going to be continuing to recruiting until we satisfy our quota. But we have lots of space, lots of room, and, uh, you know, we, we, we want all willing individuals that are, that are excited about being a part of something at the ground level is uh, – is, uh, you're going to find an open door here. Jerome Sowers, new head coach for the Montana State Northern Lights and a longtime coach throughout the state of Montana, throughout the Big Sky Conference. Coach, so great catching up with you. Thanks so much for being with us. And uh, it won't be so long this time around the next time we talk to you, but thanks for being here today. Walter, I really appreciate it. It's good to hear from you, my friend. One of the best, Jerome Sowers. Love that guy. He's uh, He's just so awesome to talk to. And as you heard, I mean, he's, he's got such an eloquent and decided vision uh, for what he wants to do up there. And uh, he has such an interesting time up there, uh, or I should say down there at, at Northern Arizona. And, uh, I mean, lasting 21 years at a spot in itself brings so many different dynamics to the table. But it was always a great pleasure to get to know him on a professional level and, and learn football from him. And uh, glad to have him back. So I know he's a guy that is, is very well-liked, I should say, say beloved here in the city of Missoula, certainly a guy that has uh, a, a sterling reputation and, and uh, a sterling persona here in the in the city of Missoula and around the state of Montana for University of Montana fans for sure. So uh, good to have him back. It'll be interesting to follow, see what sort of splash Jerome Sowers can make up there at uh, Montana State Northern in Haver. That's our ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls, they have a Sports Bet Montana kiosk. Great place to lay down some bets and then enjoy some games. I had a fun time for the NFL playoffs last weekend, and uh, it's a good spot to go. You can go lay your bets and then eat some good food, drink some good drink. Can't think of anything better. 
Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street in Missoula, proud sponsor of the ESPN Roundtable. Duncan Hamilton did it again. <laughs> he keeps on opening my eyes. What an athlete. Montana State famed distance runner joins us next here on Nuanas Now for our River City Runners. Keep it right here. Shockwaves emerged from the Mining City on Monday with two huge decisions at the annual Montana High School Association meetings. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Among a myriad of decisions, the MHSA voted to add shot clocks to all classifications of varsity and sub-varsity basketball across the state for prep hoops. And the MHSA also announced the addition of baseball as a sport. Representatives from the high schools all across Montana met in person at the Copper King Hotel in Butte to discuss and vote on a number of issues, but the two proposals that drew the most attention for certainly baseball and shot clock. Since neither was an MHSA bylaw, both proposals required a simple majority and each pass in overwhelming fashion on Monday. Shot clocks and baseball are both planned to begin during the 2022-2023 academic school year. In Big Sky Conference Hoops, a slew of makeup games played out on Monday across the league. In Bozeman, the Montana State women posted a 79-69 win over Idaho after taking 16 days off because of COVID protocols. In her first game since January 1st, Karen White scored 21 points and dished out four assists as MSU moved to 3-2 and two in league play. In the other Big Sky women's game Monday, Eastern Washington drilled Portland State 68-44. On the men's side, Northern Arizona emerged with a wild 74-72 win over Idaho in Flagstaff. Weber State drilled Idaho State 78-61, and Southern Utah ripped Portland State 86-76. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. What up, Montana? Welcome back. Little boss for you. Little Bruce Springsteen on a Wednesday. Hope you're having an outstanding day and an outstanding week. I'm Coulter Duanas coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. It, it's so weird watching yourself on TV. Because now at this point, I'm on TV every day, every weekday, that is. Thanks to SWX for that. I go in and record stuff for uh, SWX tonight on Tuesdays. When we're doing that, they're recording it and then they play it. So. That's typically different than watching yourself in real time on TV. So if you're wondering what I was doing, I was seeing if I could see the sports cards that I was trying to show you. You can kind of see, uh, but I'll just, you know, use the vocal descriptions because it is time for our River City Runners. The renewal of River City Runners did this throughout the fall and uh, into the early winter. And then in December, we were gone for a couple weeks. But now, uh, back at it, bringing this back around. A very fun segment of ours. We don't just highlight runners from here in the city of Missoula, although there are a great many of those, and uh, those are sort of our easiest access point, but also from all the way around the great state of Montana. In just a few minutes, we'll hear from one of those outstanding runners, Duncan Hamilton. He's a junior at Montana State, and he's joined us a couple times. This is his second appearance on River City Runners, but also uh, it is... Probably his fourth or fifth appearance on Nuanas now because he had a banner 2021. It all started with outstanding performances during the indoor track season that led to a couple Big Sky championships, but then just took off. The guy was a machine during the Big Sky Conference outdoor meet. He was one of the top scorers there at the championship, qualified for nationals in the 3,000-meter steeplechase, then went on to get first-team All-American honors with his outstanding race in Eugene. Then he came back around 
and was in Eugene again, this time for the precipice, the place that almost every track and field athlete wants to get to, the United States Track and Field Trials at Eugene from Hayward Field. Uh, I mean, all of it is is sort of just the mecca for track athletes. And Duncan Hamilton was there and uh, then had an outstanding cross-country season as well. But he's in the news again because he just keeps on keeping on, keeps on thriving on a national level. He ran a altitude-adjusted 3-minute, 56-second-and-change mile over the weekend in Bozeman. That, at the time of his finish, the number one time in the United States of America by a collegian. And by the time the weekend was over, there was a couple guys that went out and went low. But he's still number three in the NCAA. He's number three in the United States of America this year. So very cool for Duncan Hamilton. River City Runners is proudly presented by Zootown Sports Cards, and that's why I'm sitting here playing with some of the cards that I've acquired over the last many weeks. Uh, one of my favorite things to do down there is to get some packs and then have the the rush of the rip. But also I like to thumb through some of the, the specialty inserts you got as well. I've been having a great time sharing this stuff with my nephews. They just love sports cards. And I got them both hooked up with some Giannis Antetokounmpo and Luka Doncic cards for Christmas. Super cool. And uh, I know you can't really see on the camera here, but I got a couple cool ones here. You probably just heard our awesome promo from Coach Marty, Marty Morningweg. Uh, talking about Brett Favre telling stories from the, the mid-90s when Marty was the quarterback's coach in Green Bay and Brett Favre was the Green Bay Packers starting quarterback. I got this cool old-school SPX Brett Favre down there at Zootown Sports Cards uh, a couple months ago. I also got this sweet Allen Iverson throwback from the early days in Philly. This looks like even pre-Cornrows AI, so that was pretty cool. And uh, also got this awesome game-worn jersey, Carl Malone. The other thing they got down there that's super fun they have these memorabilia helmet packs, and it just comes with one mini helmet, and you don't know which player you're going to get, but it has a signature from one of the players on there. I bought this for my brother for Christmas, and what a cool gift. You could get Cam Akers or Tom Brady or everybody in between in terms of contemporary NFL players, but they also had about five legendary players, five Hall of Famers from way back in the day. My brother, the helmet he opened, had Ted Hendricks, the legendary and infamous Stork, one of the tallest players in the early modern era of the NFL, a guy that was six foot seven way back in the 1970s, uh, an eight-time All-Pro, one of the most ferocious defensive linemen ever, and uh, super cool because we then pulled up the NFL top 100 players of all time and the little montage the NFL films did over Ted Hendricks. And my brother was loving it, but also his kids were totally enthralled by it. So very fun. That's all to say that Zootown Sports Cards is an awesome place here in town. They're located right there across the street from Dorn Blazer Field uh, on the corner of Higgins and South. And they have a card show coming up as well. So we'll get more details for it. We're a couple months out from that. I think it's going to be in early April. But uh, they're great about hosting these card shows where collectors and vendors can come together and you can go peruse a whole bunch of really sweet sports memorabilia. So we'll get you more details on that coming up soon. But I appreciate Zootown Sports Cards for always being a part of what we do here at Nuanas Now, particularly now sponsoring our River City Runners. Well, I know it's uh, the middle of January and it's cold outside. It doesn't seem much like running weather, but for the tireless runners in our communities, it certainly is, especially when it comes to collegiate track and field. Indoor track season off to a great start, so we will reinstitute 
for the 2022 year are River City Runners, highlighting some of the best runners, not only from Missoula, but from around the state of Montana as well. River City Runners, just a catchy name that we came up with, but we will be highlighting some of the best distance runners and just runners in general from across the state of Montana. And uh, this is our first repeat guest here on Nuanas Now when it comes to this segment. He's Duncan Hamilton. He's a runner at Montana State and now the reigning Big Sky Conference Indoor Track and Field Athlete of the Week. Duncan, thanks so much for joining us. How you doing? Doing very well. Thank you for having me. First of all, let's talk just about sort of the arc of this last year because I know that we we had you on um, in the fall when you had come off what was such a busy spring and summer with a a trip to nationals and a trip to the Olympic trials and then a great cross-country season as well. What's been going on between then and now and what sort of things have you worked on uh, during the, I guess, quote-unquote off-season? I know you guys don't really have off-seasons. You just have sort of training blocks, but what's it taking? What have you been working on and what's what's been growing for you here these, these last couple months? Um, Well, after cross-country season, definitely um, took some needed time off. I kind of realized how much stress I'd kind of put it into my body and all the miles and stuff that I'd just built up um, throughout the month. So took a needed needed break from running and then kind of just started building mileage slowly. So kind of in just base training mode where I'm just kind of running easy miles and just starting up with some, some good indoor track workouts right now. Well, just easy workouts and block workouts. And then this last weekend, you go out and you smash a sub four minute mile when it comes to the altitude adjustments. So did, did you expect that? And what went into that? I mean, that was with the time you finished the race, your 356.89 adjusted was the fastest time in the United States so far this year and still ranks third right now in division one track and field. So did you expect it? Did you know you could, you could go so low early on in the season here? I definitely wasn't expecting that. Um, I mean, I knew I was fit. I knew just how much fitness carries over from a cross-country season. And so I knew I had still a strong aerobic base, um, even, even if I hadn't done much this training block. But kind of a similar thing had happened at the beginning of the summer where I raced a mile on pretty little training and I ran a 406 in Billings. So I'm kind of realizing that like low fours outright is kind of just like base base training level and then from here it's uh it's all uphill from here so when you do have a a breakthrough like that how do you continue to chase a peak because i mean obviously that's a great time but you want to be peaking towards the end of the indoor season as well so how do you sort of manage those things the fact you did have such a good breakthrough but also maybe maintaining and upping the level uh that you maybe can attain yeah i mean Definitely, I have seen kind of new levels of fitness uh, pretty much every season um, for the last last year or two. And so I think I'm just realizing that my ceiling for potential is is pretty high. And so I'm just, I think the more race-specific workouts we start doing... Um, you know, we still have a lot of time and so we've got a lot of, lot of work to get done. So I think, um, we will see nothing but improvement for the next couple of months, which is super exciting for me. River City Runners highlighting some of the best runners from across the state of Montana. We're joined now by Duncan Hamilton of Montana State, an outstanding performer who's joined us several times here on this show, including twice on this specific segment. He's in the midst of the indoor track season. For Montana State and around the Big Sky Conference. And last week, ran a sub-four-minute mile that earned him Big Sky Conference Track Athlete of the Week honors. Duncan, for, for you, from your perspective, I know that it, there's a variety of different events that have different nuances to them when it comes to the difference between indoor and outdoor. When you talk about distance running, too, there, there's sort of different nuances when it comes to indoor, outdoor, and cross-country as well. Just take people through it. In your mind, what are some of the differences and what's different about indoor compared to maybe what you've been doing uh, the last several months leading into this season? I'd say the biggest difference between like 
this last fall was cross country training. So I was, I was training for 10 Ks. Um, and we did a lot more mileage and a lot more volume and a lot longer workouts, um, versus now for, for track season mileage isn't quite as important. Still, still putting in a lot of miles, but not as, as worried about logging hundred mile weeks or anything. Um, but the workouts are definitely way different instead of um, like maybe eight, 10 mile tempo runs. It's mile repeats and shorter, faster stuff um, to get used to running that speed. Cause now my race is only one or two miles. Um, and yeah, I raced a mile this last weekend, but this, this next Friday, I've got a three K that I'm getting super excited for. We should have should have a pacer and my teammate and I, uh, Ben Perrin, I'm super excited to, to race a fun 3K with him this Friday. That's right. This Friday in Bozeman, the Bobcat Performance Meet, they're at Worthington Arena, and that that should be a fun one. Ben Perrin, a flathead product, uh, another in-state guy who's really performing well. On that element, Duncan, I know that there's so much pride from Montana people for Montana athletes, and there's so much pride for people from Montana that compete at the highest level of Division One athletics for the Bobcats and the Grizzlies. Do you guys share that when it comes to distance running? Because it seems like there's a lot of really good guys that come out of the state of Montana. Yeah, definitely. I mean, most of my teammates been racing for for, for years now. I mean, all through high school, I was racing Ben um, and Levi and Cooper and all these guys, um, all my teammates uh, it's just super cool. Like our camaraderie is, um, I feel like a lot better since we, we've known each other for longer. Um, and I'm just, it's been so cool to watch everybody, everybody step up and improve. And I'm so excited to see Ben kind of have a little breakthrough. Uh, he ran a 401 converted last Friday and he's feeling super good for this Friday. So I'm super excited to see that out of him. Well, very cool. Distance running in the Big Sky Conference and at Montana State continues to thrive. And Duncan Hamilton, our guest here on Nuanas, now he continues to lead the way. Uh, again, an indoor meet in Bozeman this Friday, the Bobcat Performance Meet. And we're already closing in on it. We're only just about a month away from the Big Sky Indoor Championships, which will also take place in Bozeman. So we'll get you out of here on this then, Duncan. Between now and then, what are some of your goals? And, and what do you think of just the prospect of the fact that this year indoors, they're on your home track? Yeah, I'm definitely super excited to have conference on the home track, hoping to come away with a couple conference titles. Um, but I think more importantly, I'm looking to run some a couple of national qualifying times uh, here in Bozeman, and then I really just want to be able to show up at the at the national meet. Um, and we're going to Spokane for one one bigger invitational as well. And so I'm just really excited to kind of prove myself as as one of the top in the NCAA this year. Well, it should be fun to watch, and we will certainly have you back on uh, around conference time for both indoor and then in, coming into outdoor season as well. But thanks so much for joining us. Duncan Hamilton, a Bozeman native who runs at Montana State, the now reigning Big Sky Conference Track Athlete of the Week this week. Best of luck this weekend, man, and uh, we'll be catching up with you soon. But thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Well, the best in the state, any sport, Duncan Hamilton, Montana State University, distance running aficionado. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Our River City Runners presented bi-monthly by Zootown Sports Cards. Go check out Zootown Sports Cards down there at the corner of Higgins and South, right across the street from Dorn Blazer Field. Great place for all ages. I feel like a kid when I go down there, but it's also a fun place to take kids. I always see kids when I'm in there, too. makes me so happy that the the hobby of collecting is is alive and well and strong, especially amongst our young people. But a great place to swing on by. They have all sorts of fun stuff you can look at. All sorts of fun stuff you can buy. They got price ranges for 
beginning collectors all the way up to expert collectors all the way up to people that want to spend some serious money. They got all sorts of cool stuff in there, so go check out Zootown Sports Cards, proud presenter of River City Runners here on ESPN Radio. What's going on the rest of the week? We'll get you all set up and remind you about all the hot wings we're going to give you coming up next month. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio. What you know about rolling down in the deep? When your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze. When these people talk too much, put that in slow motion. Yeah, I feel like an astronaut in the ocean. Hey, what you know about rolling down in the deep? When you Who requested this? You gotta love it. Our right, man guy, Andrew Outen, producer here at ESPN Radio. He said, I gotta switch up the playlist a little bit. We got a request, but he didn't tell me who requested it, so maybe he'll let us know. Welcome back. Nuana's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuana's coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Find amazing winter savings at Northwest Motorsport. You can visit nwmsrocks.com for the largest selection of lifted trucks, diesel trucks, and off-road capable SUVs. Take back control of the road with a new rig from Northwest Motorsport. Missed anything in the show? Great show for you. Sean Rainey from SWX Montana swung by. We also heard from Robbie Beasley, University of Montana sophomore combo guard. Tucker Sargent talking all things Grizz hockey. We also heard from new Montana State Northern head football coach Jerome Sowers, a guy who spent a lot of time in the Big Sky Conference, both as a defensive coach at Montana as well as the head coach in Northern Arizona for 21 years. He's back in the Treasure State and up in Haver leading the Northern Lights. We also heard from Duncan Hamilton. A outstanding distance runner, the Big Sky Conference Track Athlete of the Week from Montana State. He ran a sub four minute mile, three fifty six and change to be exact, over the weekend, the third best time in all of NCAA track and field. You can find all of that on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications as well as Sportsbet Montana. Time now for the final word presented by Eagle Satellite. Eagle Satellite wants to thank. All current and former healthcare workers, they appreciate all you've done and continue to do. If you call 406-728-9999, ask about their TV and internet packages. You can get TV starting at $57.99 a month and internet starting at $50 a month. Call Eagle Satellite, 728-9999 today. Who requested it? (laughs) He doesn't want to tell me. Uh, Gotta love it. Uh, What's up for the rest of the week? Well... We're in the middle of the week, which means we're on the downturn of the week, not in terms of content, just in terms of getting you closer to your weekend. Crystal Redpath will be back with us tomorrow around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops for the first hour of the show. Also going to talk some NFL playoffs with Brooks Nuanez, and we have a couple student-athletes of the week. Darley, Darby Hannon, excuse me, Darby Hannon, a senior from Bozeman High School, and Forrest Suaro, a senior at Helena High School, Two of our latest Student of the Weeks. We will uh, share those with you as well. Now, I'm looking forward to this round of the NFL playoffs. It's going to be some dynamite matchups. I think that you have four home teams that are all heavyweights, juggernauts. But you also have four road teams that you could talk yourself into all of them winning. I'm not saying all four road dogs are going to win. That's actually, in fact, almost impossible that that's going to happen. But you look at the matchups. And, you know, the Chiefs are this this immovable object. Yet, the Buffalo Bills are one of the hottest teams in the NFL, and that's a good matchup. Both sides, that's going to be a heck of a game. Tennessee Titans are the number one seed in the AFC. 
Yet the Cincinnati Bengals, when they're hot, they can beat anybody. They drilled a couple teams this year and really sort of announced their presence as a true contender in the league. The Green Bay Packers, they're the only NFL team ever to win 13 games three years in a row. Lambeau Field, one of the great venues in the playoffs. Yet there's a scenario you could talk yourself into the San Francisco 49ers going into Lambeau and winning. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's certainly not out of the cards. And uh, then you got the defending Super Bowl champions playing at home in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which was a foreign concept last year. They won all their playoff games on the road, but they're at home right now. But they got one of the most talented teams in the league coming to town in the Los Angeles Rams, also a team that's been exceptionally hot down the stretch. So there's going to be some showdowns and some good games on both Saturday and Sunday in the NFL playoffs. We'll talk more about that with Brooks and Juanez in hour number two. We'll also get things kicked off with Krista Redpath, our Big Sky Conference basketball insider around the Big Sky women's hoops. Tomorrow we'll see you at 4 o'clock. In the meantime, have yourself a wonderful evening and be good. is now, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get Commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.